The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's going on out there, all you podcast junkies? If you absolutely love listening to podcasts like I do, and you've actually thought, hmm, maybe I should start my own podcast, well, I absolutely would encourage you to start your own show. I love making this podcast. It's a lot of fun. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive way to get your voice out there and heard, and it's never been easier when you use Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is the media host that I use for this show, and it helps get the show heard on all major platforms. And it's done through Buzzsprout super easily with just a click of a button. You upload a new episode. You type in the details of that episode and it's on the major platforms within minutes. I had no experience in making podcasts prior to this show and Buzzsprout makes it super easy. You can even get an add-on called Magic Mastering that helps you get the levels right, the audio levels of music and voice within the episode. So if you're new to podcasting and you would love to just try it out and see what you can make, I 100% recommend Buzzsprout to be your option for media hosting. Follow the link in the show notes and sign up for Buzzsprout today and you will actually get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. And that actually helps support this show. Welcome back to Experiences Unexplained. My name is Jesse Clark, and I am the host and creator of this show. Welcome back indeed, and I'm going to start this show off just like most other episodes with a few announcements. First and foremost, this will be the final episode of the year 2020. 
And man, what a doozy of a year it has been. It was a crazy year to start a podcast in, but I was not alone. I think a lot of people were stuck inside and just looking for different avenues to get away from the madness of the real world. So I want to thank you all for joining me and helping me escape a little bit. And I want to thank you for your continued support. And I wish you all nothing but happiness and health. May this next year be 10,000 times better than 2020. Now, you may be looking at a calendar and noticing it's not the last Saturday of 2020, so why is there going to be no more episodes? Well, if you are still looking at that calendar, you will notice that next week is a busy holiday week for many of us around the world. And whether you partake in this holiday celebration or not, that's up to you. I don't judge, but I personally do. So that week I will be taking the week off. So just to reinforce that and not to disappoint anyone next week, but there will be no new episode next week. And this is officially episode 12, the last episode of this year. I have just two more quick announcements and then we will get on to tonight's episode. As I have mentioned before, we do have some social media accounts that you can go follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, but my announcement is actually that there's going to be a new avenue in which you can follow or subscribe to Experiences Unexplained, and that is actually a YouTube channel. I debated back and forth between whether or not I should even make a YouTube channel for this, but I do realize that some people just prefer to listen to audio and music on YouTube, so I am going to make that an option. So I know this is just an audio featured podcast, but I am going to add the episodes over the next week or so to YouTube, so I will leave a link in the show notes to our YouTube channel. Feel free to subscribe. And I will also have a link on the website at experiencesunexplained.com. And in the mood of the Christmas time of the year, I actually created a donate button that you can actually use to donate to the show. And this is done securely through PayPal. You can choose whatever dollar amount you would like to donate. And you can even choose whether or not to make this a one-time donation or a reoccurring monthly donation. I know this year has been extremely hard on everyone and most of us do not have any extra money, but if you do have any extra and you've been enjoying this podcast and you've been looking for a way to help support this show and help it grow, then this is a great way for you to help do just that. I did not create this to try to get rich or quit my day job. I love talking about this stuff, but... This does cost money each month out of my pocket, and I would love some support from you guys if you do have the extra funds. But this podcast is absolutely free to enjoy and listen to, so without further ado, let's get on to tonight's episode, and tonight is going to be a very special one. And the reason why tonight is different from prior episodes is because tonight we are having exclusively listener-featured stories that have been submitted. Yes, I know I have teased a little bit in other episodes about how I have received some stories, and I actually have a few stories that I'm going to share with you all tonight. 
These stories were actually emailed to me through the website at experiencesunexplained.com. So if you guys want to have a story submitted, go there and click on Submit Your Experience. Or you can call our hotline at 1-270-290-0900. And I want to make submitting a story as easily as possible for everyone. I don't want anyone not to submit their story because they feel intimidated by having to call the hotline. So if these methods don't work for you, simply just email me at experiencesunexplained at gmail.com. Maybe we can work out a Zoom session or something to make it easier to talk about your story. But I don't want to hold back anyone from submitting their experience. That's why I started this show, was to hear people's stories. But anyway, let's get to the first story of the night. And this first story actually comes from Marissa in my home state of Kentucky. Hey, so I'm going to make this into one long story, even though it happened over several years. So my mom has always lived in the same house since I was about 10 years old. And we've always noticed strange things happen in that house. Since a majority of my mom's family passed away at kind of a young age, my mom always chalked it up as the family spirits visiting. And so that's just what we always believed. It helped us fear the occurrences less and pass it off as, oh, that's just mamma visiting, or I think Aunt Naomi is saying hi again. One of the most memorable and freakiest moments was one specific night. I was up late on the computer in the dining room. It was about 3 a.m. The whole house was dark and everyone had gone to bed hours before. I was maybe 12 or 13 years old at the time and I had headphones in all into some YouTube video that I was watching, when all of a sudden I heard someone whisper, Rissa, behind me. Now, this didn't strike me as odd at first, since all my close friends and family call me Rissa. I just figured, with the house being dark and having headphones in, one of my sisters had gotten back up and sneaked past me. I took the headphones out, and I heard it again, but better this time. Rissa! Rissa! Like an urgent whisper. I walked around the dark house, through the dining room, living room, the kitchen, but nobody was there. I decided to check my sister's bedrooms, and they were all there, asleep. There was no way they could have walked down the hall without me seeing them. With the way that the house was set up, and after thinking about it, the computer faced the bedroom doors from the dining room, and I would have seen them come out in the first place. I sat back down at the desk and waited, and once again, heard my name called out from the living room. This time, 
I recognized it as not my sister's voices, but what sounded like my aunt's voice, who had passed away years before. I'll be honest, even though I recognized the voice and it sounded like my aunt, I didn't stick around long after that. I was 13 and freaked out. I went to bed. We all experience things like this regularly and got used to it. It was always the same time. Quiet voices, footsteps in the hallways, doors creaking open on their own. It was normal by then. Until about a year or two later, new things started happening. Batteries and clocks went missing. Pots and pans would be misplaced or vanish completely. The wicks in the candles would disappear. Odd things, like someone was playing a joke, but nobody could ever find the missing objects or figure out who was doing it. And then, one day, my mom just looked at us and said, Brandon, he's here. And it made sense. Our cousin, Brandon, who had recently passed away at a young age, was always a prankster. He used to do things like that to our mom all the time when he was a kid. Knowing this, we made a joke out of it from there on. But to this day, none of that stuff ever turned back up. Now, this was all when I was young. It was exciting to experience and get freaked out about, so I always wondered as an adult how much of it we may have exaggerated for the thrill. It had been years since I had lived in that house. So when I had to temporarily move back with my mother about two years ago, I didn't think anything of it. It was just me, my mom, and my, at the time, one-year-old. There was one night when I was laying in bed with my son and couldn't fall asleep. I just happened to be laying there staring at the bedroom door. I heard the creaks, footsteps coming down the hallway, and then the doorknob turned and the door cracked open. I figured it was my mom coming to check on us as she had been hovering over us since we moved back in. But nobody ever came in, and I never heard any more footsteps. I slipped out of bed, and I walked down the hallway. My mom's door was shut, and I could hear her in bed snoring. And after thinking about it, I always knew the sound of my mom walking. She walked a certain way and those footsteps I had heard before weren't hers. Seeing and hearing this as an adult confirmed everything I experienced as a child in that house. And another big thank you to Marissa. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to submit your stories to us. And these stories were pretty incredible. And I think it says a lot about how close-knit your family is with one another. It's amazing that not only your aunt or your mamaw or your 
cousin Brandon, but all of these relatives have seen to come back and make a point to try to communicate with you all. And it's even cooler that you had the opportunity to go back to your mother's house and experience those things as an adult. I've talked about the same thing with my childhood home. I actually ended up moving back in as an adult for a little while, and I too experienced some strange things while moving back in. So thanks again, Marissa. Now, the second story was actually submitted from a listener who wishes to remain anonymous. But this story was submitted from Kentucky, and this is their story now. This story happened about 10 years ago. Me and my first husband had built our dream home. That was my drive to get me through nursing school, and it finally happened. But after our divorce, things started happening. I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it because I was a working single mother and I didn't have a lot of time. But doors would open and slam on their own. I would lay something on the counter, go back to get it, and it would just be gone. Numerous things would continue to happen. One night, while I was in bed, I went to roll over, and there he was. I saw a full image in detail of a young man. I started screaming, and I think I scared him just as much as he scared me. The best way to describe what I saw was when you look at yourself through a glass door, your reflection. I saw him in full detail. He had blonde hair with piercing blue eyes, fully clothed, but I also knew immediately he was a spirit. I had to leave the home and go to my mother's. I had my mother's pastor and some people from the church come to the home and anoint and pray. I never heard or saw anything again. I'm remaining anonymous because I don't like to talk about it. I always believed in spirits, but not ghosts. That is, until I saw one, and I pray I never see one again. Thank you so much, listener, for taking the time to submit your story, especially since you don't like talking about it. And that brings up a good point that I'd like to mention. If you would like to submit a story, but you would like to remain anonymous, that's completely okay. A lot of these experiences that we discuss are pretty life-changing, and it makes people uneasy and nervous, and they don't really want their reputation to be affected, and I completely understand that. So simply just leave out your name if you don't want to leave it in your story. Now for tonight's final story, and this one's actually coming from outside of my home state, so we're going to change it up a little bit and go northeast to Connecticut where AJ tells us about his crazy experiences in his grandmother's house. Here's his story now. 
Ever since I was three years old, I've been able to see, hear, and feel spirits. Ever since I was little, I always knew my grandmother's house was haunted. So my cousin and I would never like to stay alone in this house, especially if it's nighttime, because weird things would happen all the time. But the most craziest thing that's ever happened was back in 2014. I started dating a girl who had also just started to live with me while I was at my grandmother's house. And there was a negative spirit in the house that I believe was jealous of me and my girlfriend at the time because my girlfriend started to get affected very badly, very quickly. It all started one night when we were sleeping and I felt somebody walk across the bed from my pillow all the way down to the end of the bed. It was very light walking, felt like my cat, and then it jumped off the bed. And I remember opening my eyes, and I saw a girl. Because someone said that the dog needed to be let out of the room. I opened my eyes, and I saw a girl walking out the door and then shutting it behind her. So I personally thought that it was my girlfriend just getting up to go to the bathroom. So I said to myself, I'm going to roll over in her spot, and when she gets back, I'm going to pretend like I'm sleeping, and she's going to be pissed that I stole her spot. So once she left the room, I rolled over into her spot, but I rolled right into her, waking her up, and she's like, what the hell are you doing? You know, you just hurt me. You hit me really hard. And I was very confused. Because I watched a girl walk out of my room literally two seconds before I rolled into her. Then, a couple weeks later, things started to pick up in the house. Very quickly. I started to see black masses. And the door to our bedroom would slowly creak open and then you would see like a gust of wind or something running very quickly around the bed and then it would give me visions. I knew that it was a dark entity because of the visions that I would get when it would enter the room and also the psychological attack that it would also bring. So one night, a few weeks after everything started picking up, I wasn't sleeping very well because my girlfriend wasn't feeling very well and her demeanor had changed. She started to sleep a lot. She was very depressed, it seemed like, and things were just off. But I thought it was just her not feeling well. So every night, I would lock my door I would turn the TV on and watch TV, and I probably wouldn't fall asleep until 5 in the morning when my girlfriend left for work. Well, on this night, I only got maybe an hour of sleep. I ended up falling asleep around maybe 2 a.m. for about 45 minutes. Then something woke me up. Now, I had the covers over my head at the time when I woke up but I could feel the energy in the room. 
The electricity in the room was so high, like I was wearing socks and I was rubbing and rubbing them on carpet. The static friction was building up so much that I could feel the energy from literally the bottom of my feet all the way up to the back of my neck and to my head and my ears. Everything. I could feel this energy so strong and as a paranormal researcher, I've never felt anything like this ever again. Well, when I sat up and pulled the covers down, my door was open, which was locked, and my TV, which was on, watching Netflix or just some regular TV station, had turned a completely blue screen and froze. And all I see is a girl standing at the foot of the bed. She's completely solid. I couldn't see through her. And she had this long black hair that was in front of her face. And she was soaking wet. And she had a white gown on. Now, I can feel the anger and hatred coming off of this entity. But she wasn't looking at me. Her head was turned, and she was looking at my girlfriend. Well, I went to go grab my camera to snap a picture because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And right as I was about to snap a picture, the entity turned her head towards me, and it was like a gust of wind took a pile of leaves, and then she just slowly disappeared. To this day, I still can't believe what I saw, because this girl was completely solid and standing at the foot of my bed. She looked like the girl from The Ring, so that was freaky enough, because that movie was scary back in the day. But the hatred that I felt coming off of her was towards my girlfriend, and that got me thinking, oh my gosh. Maybe she's sick because this entity has been draining her of her energy, which is making her sleep a lot. And then maybe it's making her sick because it's jealous. Maybe this female entity has some kind of attachment or feelings for me. Well, about two weeks later, my grandmother's in the kitchen. She shut the lights off and she starts walking up the stairs. Our kitchen has stairs and then there's a dining room. Well, as my grandmother was starting up the stairs, she saw someone in the dining room. So she turned and looked. And when she did, she saw the same spirit that I saw standing at the foot of my bed. Only this time, she was standing in the dining room and my grandmother could see her face. She was dressed in a beautiful white gown, but it wasn't soaking wet. She had the long black hair, like I described, only this time, it was pushed away and you could see her face. And my grandmother said that she was smiling at her. My grandmother then came running into my room to get me, but by the time I got back to the dining room, she was gone. So, as the weeks went on, my girlfriend started to hear things more and more, but nobody else was hearing anything. One night, 
we were watching TV and she fell asleep first and I was staying up because I had a bad feeling and I was a little worried about her because of how she's been feeling lately and all the stuff she's been hearing as well. Eventually, I ended up falling asleep for a very, very short time, maybe 20 to 30 minutes. Now, once again, my door was locked, my TV was on, and all of a sudden, I wake up, and I'm in pitch black darkness. The only thing I can see is that my door is wide open. Because of the moonlight from downstairs was shining in the window, and I could see downstairs barely, all of a sudden, I hear somebody saying stuff right next to me in a whisper, and I see this figure right next to my head. So I sit up really quickly, and I run over and turn the light on, and it's my girlfriend. She was sitting right next to my pillow with her legs crossed where my head was, rocking back and forth with her eyes rolled in the back of her head while looking up at the ceiling, and she was speaking in tongues or different languages. To this day, I have no idea what she was saying, but I realized that she didn't get up and unlock the door, and that the TV wasn't shut off by her because she had no recollection of what had happened. I literally had to shake her. I laid her back down in the bed, and the next morning she had no recollection. But what I realized was that this thing was basically draining her energy so that it could try and possess her, and I believe that night it did possess her. So after that happened, and she had no recollection of what was going on, it terrified the crap out of me. It's one thing to see a solid, full-bodied apparition spirit. That's scary, and it's very fascinating. But, when something like this happens to someone you love and you care about, and you're fighting something or someone that you cannot see, it's a battle that you just can't win. And it hurts more and is more scary to deal with, in my opinion, than dealing with full-bodied apparitions waking me up in the middle of the night standing at the foot of my bed. So the next day, I called her mother, who is a very spiritual person. I told my girlfriend that she needs to move out and that she needs to go back to her home. Come to find out, she ended up having a miscarriage. We didn't know that she was pregnant, and then she ended up having a miscarriage literally that next day before she went home, and she never came back to my house ever again. Obviously, a little down the road, we ended up splitting up. Not because of that reason, but we ended up splitting up. But I've had so many crazy things happen to me in this house. From tomato cans on their side flying across the room, putting dents in the wall, to pictures flying off of the wall. I just wanted to share this story with you because it was one of the most profound stories that I've had happen to me throughout my paranormal journey. But like I said, I'm a paranormal researcher 
from Coventry Circle Paranormal in Connecticut, USA. And I have many, many crazy things that have happened to me that I would love to share. But thank you so much for allowing me to submit this story. And thank you, AJ. I have to say, man, that that was a very scary and spooky story. It seems like this entity that was in your grandmother's home just was up to no good and was pure evil. Now, I do think there are some things that could be explained in your story. For example, the TV. I know I've fallen asleep with Netflix or my TV on and it eventually sits there and sometimes the screen will turn blue or sometimes it'll go completely black and turn off. Now, that doesn't explain you seeing a full-bodied apparition at the foot of your bed or your grandmother seeing the same apparition in the dining room, but that was just one small detail that I'd like to kind of point out. I hate that you and your girlfriend was tormented by this thing and possibly even led to the miscarriage of your child. My condolences, AJ. But I am glad to hear that you have not come across anything such as powerful and evil as this in the rest of your days of paranormal investigating. And this is one thing that I've talked about previously in the show is that you have to protect yourself if you're going to do this type of work in paranormal investigations. If you're opening yourself up to communicate with others on the other side, you're not always going to communicate and come in contact with friendly spirits that you're intending to communicate with. But that's going to do it for tonight's episode, everyone. Thank you so much for submitting your stories. This is exactly what I wanted for this podcast when I first started. I just want to hear people's stories and make entire episodes out of other people's stories. So please don't forget, if you have a story that you would like to have featured on the show, please call the hotline at one 270 And if you're outside the country and you're worried about whether there's going to be a toll-free call or not, you can record your story on your phone and just email it to experiencesunexplained at gmail.com. And the same can go for the people in the States if you prefer to just record it on your own time and then email it to me, that is acceptable as well. Or, alternatively, you can visit experiencesunexplained.com and click on the Submit Your Experience tab and then fill out that contact form. But that will do it, everybody. Thank you so much for the support through this year, and I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas if you celebrate or whatever holiday you wish to celebrate during this time of year. I hope you have a great end of the year. Thank you, everyone.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.